Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Danae Poth, and I am excited because this is season four, episode 11. And I have a special guest today. So that makes it even better because we're going to be having a great conversation about challenges and changes and back to school and things that teachers, administrators, everybody in education is thinking about. And so I'm excited to have a guest, Dee, here with me today, who is going to share some insights for all of us and a little bit about her background. So Dee, first, how about you let Everybody who's listening know a little bit about you and the work that you do with Pick My Kid and your experience in education. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, my name is Dee Bonet, and I am a VP here at Pick My Kid, which is a ed tech technology uh, software that helps really enable schools to be a little bit more efficient, uh, have a safer environment at their schools, as well as just provide teachers, staff, administrators and parents, a collaborative kind of approach to safety um, at their schools. In addition to that, though, I started out as a teacher. So I was a teacher for 10 years in uh, in K-12 and worked at a high school and then went into ed tech. And I've been in it for now over uh, 20 years. And I just I love it. I love teaching and learning and providing tools and, and software that helps to make teachers more enabled in the classroom and really driving, obviously, solutions that make things easier and better and more efficient for students, staff, and, and teachers. So, Yeah, well, I love it. So you do have a lot of experience and background. And, and I think that's one thing, too, that I really value because I am in the classroom. And so I'm teaching. I know what the challenges are. I know what's going on in education. But I also get to work with different companies and connect with them, too. And so I have, like, the best of everything because I know what it's like. And so you can totally relate to what teachers are experiencing, what ed- like administrators are experiencing, and then having a solution for that. So I am excited to learn from you today because I know that any school year, it's always challenging, especially everybody says to me, oh, well, you've been teaching for so many years. Like, it's probably so easy for you. And I think like, I feel like it's gotten more difficult with every passing year and especially, especially at the start of any school year. And so thinking about that, I mean, this school year, the last couple of school years, it hasn't been the easiest. Uh, There's been a lot of, I mean, changes and challenges and some good and some bad that helped us to grow. But like for you, what are some things that maybe you're noticing or you're hearing from educators and, you know, what people are feeling at this point during the school year? Sure, I'd be happy to. We we talk to a lot of educators, a lot of administrators, and and definitely teachers. And one of the things that we're you know, hearing a lot and really kind of even starting the school year, you know, we heard a lot about was just that a little bit of that teacher burnout, right? That teachers, you know, are doing more with a lot of a lot less, um, especially around staff shortages, um, whether those be, you know, other teacher shortages, or even just a lot of leadership changes that really kind of trigger changes in process or changes in tools that they're using. Um, some, you know, some schools and, and teachers we've heard, you know, they, that schools have abandoned tools that really they really loved, right, or that made a difference in their day to day, but then, you know, potentially even adopted other tools that made their life a little bit easier to help with that um, kind of shortage and that, that frustration and that resource, uh, you know, uh, piece that just kind of kept ticking away at, at teacher time. And I think, you know, ultimately, when it comes to just keeping keep 
teacher staff and, and teachers and staff happy, it really comes down to, you know, what do we do to help support them, right? And what are we doing to help support them? One of the things that we're often hearing, though, is a concern also from teachers around safety at schools, right? And, and is my job, you know, safe? Am I safe? Are my students safe? Do I have the right tools to inform me when an emergency happens or when something happens? I, I think that that has taken a toll on teachers this year and, and really just thinking about, you know, how is this affecting my day to day and, and am I prepared and would I be prepared if something happened? And I think, you know, with a lot of the school districts, principals, uh, administrators, we're all doing things to help with that safety element and to really make the school safer, allow students and staff to know that, hey, we've got you covered. We're spending a lot of money at districts right now um, to help solve some of those problems for schools and to really bring that safety element and comfort to parents and staff, as well as teachers, just to be confident in that school safety, you know, and I think that's super important. One of the things that um, is really neat to also see is, you know, because there's been changes in leadership changes, there's also been the opportunity for new leaders to come in and immediately realize, gosh, you know, there's a better way to do this. And we can actually improve some processes and obviously make things a little bit different here by just making some changes. And so we've seen some principals come in and quickly make some safety concern changes that they felt they saw right away and then adopt, uh, you know, some changes and transform their dismissal at the end of the day kind of taking away some of those antiquated tools that they use every day, like, you know, walkie talkies and, um, you know, all calls where it's hard to hear. And I'm sure you're experiencing that at some of your schools when, you know, students are called, it's hard to sometimes hear because there's a lot of chaos and a lot of busyness at the end of the day. But to see some of these new principals embrace technology, come in and actually do something that's driving a safer environment as well is really a really beautiful thing to see too, you know, so. Yeah. And it makes me laugh when you say about like the, especially with the announcements and things and a lot often that happens between classes or at the end of the school day. And it's so hard to hear those. And, you know, I can imagine parents are waiting in the office or wondering where their children are and so forth. And the walkie talkie, they've been around forever, but like schools still have them. And right. when there are, and not that technology is always the answer, but when it does serve such like a versatile purpose and you can pull in so many different things into one space that does make a difference. And for, I, I guess any administrator that's new to a school uh, or even just new to being an administrator and starting a, new, a school year, like all of these things they have to think about at any beginning of the year, but even throughout, like, do you think that some of those are, are things that educators struggle with like throughout the year? Or do you think it progressively gets better as they start to like find new methods or connect with other educators and start to have conversations and learn and kind of improve? Well, I think you nailed it on the head there. The one thing I love about educators is they love to share. And when things are going well or they try something new or a piece of technology they adopted really works for them, they tend to share it and want to tell everybody else about it. I know as an educator myself, um, I had some amazing mentors. And whenever they would do something that was phenomenal, I'm like, well, can I can I do that too? And you, you like look to those things to improve your own, um, you know, way of, of doing something. And so what's great about 
when new technology is actually adopted or when we find better ways to do it, we're not afraid in education to tell others about it and also spread the word and goodness, you know, and I love that about, um, you know, how that really bonds educators together too, and also gives everybody an opportunity to adopt things that really are going to make a difference for other schools as well. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, like I've noticed just at some of the conferences I went to this summer and getting to, you know, being at the pick my kid booth and seeing the responses and reactions to some of the teachers coming over who had never heard of it, but saw like t-shirts or, you know, were kind of curious about it and then just learned about all the solutions. Like I could just even see the like signs of relief on their faces, just even just at the thought of like, there are these other solutions that are out there. But then of course, getting them into the schools, it's kind of like, all right, why do we do this? Or how do we get this started? And so, you know, it comes down to like, people call them like the pain points and things or the challenges. I always use the word challenges, but what do you see either, I guess a combination, like from your own experience in the classroom, in schools, and of course with your experience now working on the other side, like what are some of the things that you've either experienced or that you hear from educators, classroom teachers, administrators about like the pain points when it comes to maybe connecting with families and the communication aspect of it? That's a great question. I would say that probably the majority of that just comes down. And I think in today's world, especially more around just trust, right? I, the trust of knowing that, you know, not only my, that when I drop that child off every day, that that child is safe. That's probably the first and foremost thing that I think parents and family connection is, is they want to know that there's that level of trust with the schools that they now have that ability to go as they did before, drop their child off, feel confident that it's safe, that they've got their, you know, they've got everything under control. Um, I also think, you know, there's this level of, um, you know, I would say adoption too. When you mentioned that, you know, people came up to the booth and when you were standing there, they got really excited about it. Um, there's also when you make a transformation and you're using new, new tools or you're, you're making a change at your school, it's also just that community around why, right? It's understanding the why and how this is going to impact you and making that communication go back and forth to not only families and parents and, and guardians, but also internally in their staff. And that in turn will then lead to a higher level of success for anything that they decide to do. And it'll be higher, higher adoption as well um, from not only parent support. And that's one of the, the main things that you always want is your parents and the community to be behind the school and know that what the school's choosing and or doing is benefiting their kids. Right. And we always hear about like the relationships and how important that is. And, and it can be difficult, especially in the last couple of years of not being in person and in many cases, not having a system for communicating with students, let alone like their families to support them for whatever. I mean, academic reasons or extracurricular things that were going on and just, you know, emergency situations as well. And for some educators and some schools, it's like they had all these different tools that they might have been using, but instead, and that caused overwhelm, but instead, like they could have just used one thing. And in having all of those options, like there were still families that weren't getting the message or didn't feel connected to what was happening as far as learning in or out of the classroom in that case. So like thinking about, you know, administrators, how can they support 
teachers, of course, in the school, and then beyond that, support the families with whatever they have in place. Like, how do they, I guess my big question is like, how do they foster like a closer, more connection, I guess, and engagement with families? Well, I'll give you an example and actually share a little story about one of the principals that uh, he's, he's, his name's Nathan and he's at St. Patrick's Catholic School. And uh, he had actually had a conversation with me. I happened just to, to reach out to him to see how things were going. And he came back and said, Dee, I want to thank you. And I want to thank um, Pick My Kid because it has changed the communication and the culture at my school completely, along with the community that it's brought. And the reason being is that I now have the ability to communicate with parents as they're coming into our school in a very, you know, personal way of, you know, how are you doing today rather than what's your child's number and, and kind of reaching out. One of the things that's really driven that has been the whole entire community get be, getting behind um, just a new way of doing things, right? And I think parents and and are looking to administrators to, you know, obviously help solve some of the problems that they feel. But in addition to that, when leaders at schools take on a role where they're really bringing that community into the fold of how they're improving a structure, proving a, a way in which they're solving a problem for the school, and one of which is always dismissal, right? It just seems like at the end of the day, it's very chaotic, it's frustrating to parents. In addition to that, though, you know, one of the greatest things is, is when you're using a tool every day or you're using um, like pick my kid every day on a daily management perspective, parents are making changes. They're getting notifications. The school is communicating with them constantly. We, we shoot out so many notifications to parents just between that hour at the end of the day. It's incredible, right? But now you take that to one extra step. We talked a little earlier about safety at schools too. Well, when you can use the same solution to then provide a full solution and it can flip its switch in just a second to an emergency management system, then you really bring that community into that whole picture to know exactly what to do when there is an emergency. And unfortunately, you know, we're in that we're in that space, right? We, you know, I, I read a lot and there's all kinds of threats and different things that are happening at school, but it could be as simple as, you know, just, you know, maybe there's a gas leak at school or something. And how do we take that same notification and communication that we're driving every single day and really make those families and those parents a part of it, knowing what to do and feeling confident and say, and, and, feeling confident that, um, you know, things are being handled the right way and they, they know exactly what to do as well. And I tell you that that has really transformed some of the schools and some of the principal leads that have shared with us just how important, you know, having that full community and parent involvement and communication is such a key element to all of that. Yeah. And I just think about like all of the notifications or just the communication. If students have early dismissals or, you know, it changes and, and things happen like that. And for on a teacher side of it, there are a lot of things you have to worry about because if they call into the office and they call into your classroom and it interrupts the instruction, then you like all of the, the steps in the process when it can be streamlined so easily. And I mean, that can be scary too. Anytime you bring in the technology, there's always that first, like that learning curve, like how much time is this going to take? 
What do I have to learn? Is it going to work? And then of course, informing families for that. But I think, you know, just in listening to you and from what I know, it does, it saves a lot of time for everybody and definitely the frustration because one of the things that we've been hearing a lot about too is just in general for everybody, not just specific to education, is burnout because we've been just go, go, go for so long. And especially in the classroom, you know, as a classroom teacher, there are just, it just never stops. There are so many mm -hmm. things that we have to do. It becomes part of a routine, but then sometimes something happens. And it's like, oh, wait, that's not part of my routine. Like, what do I do? And then you're stressed and frustrated. So of course that can lead to burnout. And so my question for you is, you know, we're talking about pick my kid and it, it has this amazing solution for so many different things. So how does what it provide or what it provides, I should say, help with any teacher burnout, for example, or how does it impact the amount of time that teachers spend like on other tasks besides like teaching and interacting and building relationships with the students? Sure, I'd be happy to answer that. So one of the things that, uh, of course, I care the most about, too, is, you know, how does this how do pick my kid really affect the teacher, right? Because at the end of the day, we we have developed a tool that really allows teachers to not be a part of that end of day dismissal. What we find is, and what we've heard from so many different teachers, and even as a teacher myself, I was always given a, you know, a duty, whether it was bus duty or dismissal duty, or, you know, covering the hallway duty. And teachers don't like that. They don't really want to do that, right? When they have that planning time, they want to be able to use their time to really figure out, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow? What's my, you know, work on my lesson plans, grade some papers maybe. But with Pick My Kid, we eliminate a lot of that. So teachers don't have to be a part of dismissal. They can actually stay in their classrooms. Um, while dismissal goes on, it's super, super easy. They can be grading papers, have their smart board up, when mom shows up or when bus 100 shows up and they're announced that they're on campus, it so easily shows up on the overhead projector. Our software is so smooth and easy to use that they see the, the child's name, it highlights, it tells them exactly where that child's supposed to go and that mom has arrived or the bus has arrived. They can see, you know, easily let them uh, go to the dismissal that they're supposed to. And when that happens, the teacher now doesn't have the burden of the end of day chaos. You know, school and teaching is is a lot of work. And, you know, we don't you know, I, I want to say that even, you know, as a teacher myself, I was so incredibly passionate about what I did every day in teaching and learning. And that's where I why I'm a teacher. Right. That's why I was a teacher is because I love to help students. So the other stuff that we have to do sometimes does create a little bit more frustration, right? And with the teacher burnout that's happening today, to eliminate as much of that as possible to keep teacher retention, keep them happy, is really what the goal is. And with Pick My Kid, we eliminate all of that so teachers don't have to be involved in it. They simply can, you know, stay and work with those kids and do what they love and fo fo focus their time really on the teaching and learning at the end of the day, rather than being part of that hustle and bustle and that chaoticness so that, that dismissal can often bring. Yeah. And I've had several friends talk about like having to go wait in the car line and they were in the wrong position and all of these different things. And so that would be amazing just even you know for the family side and then even for the students just being able to just leave the class and go and then the family's there. And then for the teachers, of course, who are able to be in the classroom work with students, because I know even for myself in high school, 
working with students if they stop by and if we have meetings or other things like that, or, you know, you're moving around a lot, you do miss out on that time. And sometimes they just need a few minutes, but those minutes are so precious. Right. Like you don't want to give them up. And so like, I'm learning so much just listening to you. And, and I have, I mean, I obviously have a, a really good idea of what pick my kid offers, but you've mentioned a lot of really highlight points of the solutions that it provides, but what are some other things that you can share with people who are listening about like how it's such a, like a comprehensive solution, I should say. Sure. So we, we developed, we obviously, you know, we started as a dismissal solution where we really tried to help impact that end of day vulnerability when you know, the gates open and, you know, down here in Florida, we kind of let everybody outside other areas, you know, teachers and staff are outside in the cold winter, you know, dismissing kids. So we tried to solve not only the safety of who's picking them up and being able to identify and ensure that our children are going home safely through this tool, but we also then have expanded it. And it really truly is a full safety solution. So we're able to not only do what we consider to be a flipping of a switch to an emergency tool as well. And it's the same platform that we use, that we use daily. So we call that daily management. And that comes with our dismissal, the parent changes of, you know, my child's not going home on the bus today. They're going home for aftercare, them being able to do all of those changes via phone and eliminate all those phone calls into your front office. But in addition to that, a smooth and, and you know seamless dismissal is great, but when it comes to an emergency, you want teachers, staff, parents to all be using the same tool and not have a learning curve when an emergency happens. And that's really key. So what we ended up doing was developing additional emergency and safety tools to go along with our system. One being a reunification. A lot of times, you know, there might be a little fire and there was actually... Um, you know, at one of our, our my colleagues' schools, she's a parent, and there was a fire at school, and they needed to reunify their kids with their parents, but they needed to move them to another location and exit the school. And we make it super seamless because it's the same dismissal tool. It's just now in a reunification emergency planned interface. So it allows for a very simple, calm solution to a problem that you know, obviously is very chaotic and, uh, you know, alarming when it happens in an emergency situation. You just want to make sure that you have all of your, your con constituents all knowing exactly what to do. And so the daily management tool has been awesome. But now with being able to flip that switch, make it an emergency management where we also have reunification, communication, we can communicate internally with the staff at any given time. We can also communicate and reunify those parents with another messaging tool if we need to. Um, and we also have what we call an emergency alert system. Uh, it's super, super important when an emergency happens that it's, it's kept in a silent inter internal communication that's happening rather than allowing for announcements and communication over loudspeakers to happen. And so we now have a tool that if for some reason there is an emergency at a school, it allows me to communicate as an administrator directly to my staff in a very quiet way for everybody to be potentially like, for example, that, that fire that happened, you know, once you're at the reunification location, check your students in. I can see a digital format of that immediately in a report. When I send out a message to my staff, 
I can see exactly who has successfully received the voicemail, the text message, the email, who's, how they've received it, to know that all of my staff is all on the same page. And that's the kind of safety level that you want to have at a school where there's not this new tool that you're getting trained on and only using once, but it's a tool that you're using every day and everyone knows how to, how to use it when they really need it. Yeah, that's just listening to all of the capabilities with it. And I think that's so important, too, because having one format where, you know, families can access it in whatever way they want, if it's an email, what, whatever text message or anything, and, and just having that real time communication. So you're not worried because a situation like that is stressful enough, but then not being able to know where your teachers are, where the students are and have that communication capability. Uh, definitely amazing. And that's why like technology is so essential in this case, because everything like this is so time sensitive. Uh, and it can also be frustrating, which brings me to my last question for you, at least for today for this episode, is when we think about, you know, you said originally like school dismissal. So I have, like I said, I heard stories from some of my friends and just I've seen things in social media. I've seen some of the posts from Pick My Kid, of course, about people sharing like their school dismissal experiences. So what are some things that you have either experienced uh, or, you know, what are some of the potential challenges that come with it that maybe a school should think, yeah, you know what, like we definitely need to check out and get started with Pick My Kid. Sure. So not necessarily uh, dismissal, but I was amazed that, you know, all the different types of wildlife folks have experienced on their campuses from bees to bears to coyotes and, and even having to put some kind of emergency plan where they're actually putting a bear lo logo on there as an emergency and, and just in case it was on campus. So we've, we've kind of experienced quite a bit, but seriously, with, with school dismissal, you know, we have seen you know, obviously that that big piece of vulnerability uh, that happens with with school safety. And uh, one of the things that just really has truly, I think, been challenging for schools is just the chaoticness that dismissal actually brings. It's, you know, obviously kids are excited to be out and, you know, leaving school. And but in in that perspective, it's also one of the most like condensed time periods where it's the most vulnerable to. And so we've seen schools where their lines are 45 minutes. They have traffic that's lined up on busy roads. Kids are having to cross or they even have to have hired um, police officers to help with kids crossing. And, and that one of the things that we found is, you know, with Pick My Kid, you're able to really streamline that, like you mentioned earlier, really get rid of a lot of the, the excess time it takes um, eliminating staff from actually having to stay longer because dismissal actually takes longer. Uh, and then again, the technology itself is, is so easy and it just creates such a seamless approach to something that we've never really even thought about, right? So when, when Pat, our co-founder, our founder actually developed, um, pick my kid. He did it because, you know, his daughter was not put in the car at the end of the day, but a little boy was put in the back seat of his car, which obviously, you know, human error, it could happen to any of us, right? Because it's such a fast paced, chaotic time of the day. So what we just tried to do is really help schools and help um, districts to 
align things a little bit smoother from a safety perspective, just accounting for every person that's coming to pick up their child, knowing who they are, really mapping to that emergency contact list that they set up at the beginning of the year, and then having a ton of success with not only speeding up the car line, creating better efficiencies at school, less phone calls, less parent having to you know, make changes and your front staff, front office staff having to deal with those changes. So just trying to streamline it all really has helped. Yeah, I remember when Pat had told me that story. And actually, I think it was a, a couple of years ago when I had first met him and about, you know, wrong child in the car. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, but that happens, right? Because right. if you don't have something in place and you just same car, you just get in, it's like part of the process. And of mm -hmm. course, the incredible amount of time spent at the end of the day waiting in those car lines, either the teachers who are standing there or the parents lined up when it can, in fact, great word, one of my favorites, streamline the process. So um, thank you for sharing that. And for anybody who's listening, so let's say they're thinking, you know what, like we have teachers who are stressed out, they're losing time with kids, the families are waiting. I want to learn more about Pick My Kid. And Pick My Kid, there's tons of resources. Like I love, I love reading blogs. And so there's so many great blogs on there, not just about like what Pick My Kid offers, but teacher burnout and you know, engaging families. But for anybody who's now thinking, I want to learn more, how do you recommend that somebody find out and, and get started? Sure. So if you're interested in learning more about Pick My Kid, you can go to www.pickmykid.com. On that, on our website, if you're a parent, it'll tell you how to inform your schools about Pick My Kid. You can learn about what we do. And obviously we have PTOs and PTAs that bring um, Pick My Kid to schools. Also on there, if you are an administrator looking just to kind of figure out some other ways in which we can help solve some efficiency um, concerns or questions that you might have uh, on our website, it does have quite a bit. We also have a lot on social media. So our team does a great job really just pre you know presenting content that might help administrators or staff to be able to really engage with some of that content and learn about ways in which they can just make their school safer. So we try to, you know, kind of keep things very broad and very streamlined, but we're happy to help. And you can always reach out to D at Pick My Kid, and I'll be happy to help you as well. All right. Thank you. And I'll be sure to drop lots of links where you can even schedule a meeting to have somebody go through a demo with you, I think. Right. Awesome. Yeah. That, so would, be that would be awesome to do. And you, I know Pick My Kid is at different conferences. So if anybody is listening and you're, you find yourself at an ed tech conference, education conference, see if Pick My Kid is there and make it a point to stop over and see them because the team is great. And you will learn so much about why you need to bring this into your school or how to advocate for it in your school to uh, your administrators. So Dee, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time and all of your information. Well, thank you for having me, Rochelle. I appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Yeah. And thanks to everybody who listened. And as always, I will catch you the next time in the next episode. And I encourage you, if you're not already a member, to join the Thrive in EDU community on Facebook. And don't forget to follow Pick My Kid on all socials because you will continue to learn more and you'll have access to lots of great resources. So catch you next time. Thanks, everybody.